On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by I Cryo Recovery and Wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. This week on the JetCast, we wrap up the first semester as we head back to the mat for NU Wrestling. The Jets were in action this past weekend at the Drury Open, placed five with one champion. We're going to break it all down with Ryan Smith, the head coach of Newman Wrestling, here on episode 81 of the JetCast. Uh, Coach, welcome back. You had a pretty good weekend, didn't you? Yeah, first off, thanks for having us again, Blake. It's always fun to be on the show. Um, yeah, we had a we had a good weekend over at Drury. First time we've ever been over there to that tournament, and um, it was we'll, we'll be back. It was a good tournament. Yeah, you guys had one placer in your first event of the year. Then you beat Cowley. Then you had two placers at UNK. Now you have five this last weekend. Do you feel like this team is building a little bit of momentum? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, like I said on the first show, um, you know, we really like the we really like the, the younger class that we brought in this year. And, um, you know, it's kind of your fruits of your labor. I mean, they're getting a little better each and every day. And, um, you know, they're going to be fun to watch. Well, and so far, I know you're having fun watching the guy that is going to be coming up on our show. Colby Schreiner was second in the consolation bracket at 149. He'll be coming up next. Then we'll have Lauren Dubert off the women's basketball team. They are actually playing tonight as you watch this. That's why this is dropping early today. That's a 530 tip-off tonight as they host Pittsburgh State. Doubleheader action. Men will follow on the Newman Jets Audio Network, and you can watch on the MIAA Network. But uh, Schreiner... Sticking with it through the consolation bracket, how proud uh, of him were you uh, fighting through that consolation bracket to get second in that bracket? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a little backstory there. I mean, he weighed in a, you know, he he wrestled 149 over the weekend, but he's he's making his descend down to 141 pounds. So um, he'll be wrestling 141 for us this Friday. Um, so when it when a kid weighs in at 143 pounds and and competes at 149. I mean that's that that shows a little bit of grit and, and just uh, can-do attitude and you know a lot of kids they just fold and say I'll I'll see you you know in a few days sure and, but he he stuck with it and got after it and um, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of fight out of him. What, um, what's the di- most difficult part when you're trying to to make that cut down to the next weight in, in term because you know we don't talk about maintaining <clears throat> weight in a lot of other sports but in your sport obviously it's very very important that you make that weight. How difficult is it for guys and how has he handled that weight cut well you're right I mean wrestling's a little bit different I mean nutrition is huge in every sport but um wrestling takes it to the next level where these guys are you know not just coming in the practice room getting those workouts in or getting those extra workouts in I mean they're they're managing it day in day out so you know making sure they're getting their gallon gallon and a half of water in a day and um you know, it's just being disciplined and getting those extra workouts in. And um, But the, the most difficult part of it is, is when we decide as a team, hey, we're going to move a couple guys around. And, um, you know, they're basically taking one for the team and, and um, you know, going down to, you know, going down to that next weight class. So, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're wrestling week after week, 
you know, it's always easier to get to the, get where you want to go that first weekend, but then you got to play the the weight gain game because the you know the the NWCA only lets you go down a certain percentage, you know, per sure. day. So, you know, if he weighs in at 149 pounds, that next day he might be able to lose, you know, 0.2, 0.3, and then it just um, digresses down from there. So you kind of got to play with the the math game. And, sure. Um, you know, these guys are always asking me, where do I need to be? And, you know, it's just – it's a it, it takes a little bit of work to, to do it. So. How much work is it for you and Coach Fisher and your staff to try to figure out, like, well, you know, maybe this guy – you know, because – on your roster, you've got most of your guys are listed at one or two weight classes. Sure. So when you're trying to make that decision and plug a guy in, and then obviously with him now you're changing in the middle of the season, how do you figure all that out and then formulate a plan of, well, we need to get him down for this event. We want him at this class, so he needs to go down at this. Because obviously, you know, that, that takes a toll on him, and you want sure. him to be able to wrestle his best too. Well, I mean, most of the time it's not really our direction. I mean, we, we learned several years ago that we let these guys kind of decide where they're going to go and then we fill in the pieces from there so I mean at the end of the day the guy that wants to compete is gonna they're gonna find a home in that lineup so um we don't we don't really interject too much well a guy who's definitely found a home has been Jace Fisher in your lineup won the Drury invite at 165 he's been top three every tournament what pushed him over the top to get that event win this last weekend he's just wrestling a little better every day I mean each time he steps on the mat he fixes those little key details that maybe we weren't quite doing right I mean he's going to get better as the year goes on and um, he's kind of he's kind of peaking at the right time I mean we'll have a big matchup on on Friday night against UCO that'll be a that'll be a key regional national um, matchup there and and um, you know Hayes on Sunday and then we'll turn around and go finish the semester out at Indianapolis which you know he took eighth last year at Indianapolis and we we expect um, you know him to to keep battling and, and rolling it's the first of two events coming up on Friday. 7 o'clock is when it will start. It's the MIAA opener as well for the Jets taking on the Broncos of Central Oklahoma. 7 o'clock for that here in Wichita at Fugate Gymnasium. A guy we had on earlier in the year, J.D. Johnson. He finished third at 184. It was his first placing of the year. What allowed him to move up the leaderboard and get that placement? Well, J.D.'s up a weight class from, you know, from 174 last year. Um, now he's wrestling. He's wrestling at 84, so you know, it's it's just him. I mean, again, the same with Jace. I mean, he's just fixing those little things day in, day out. And um, you know, JD's a smart kid. He's gonna figure it out and he's and he brings it every time he steps on the mat. I mean He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna figure it out. Well, not only that, but you had another guy who had success in the consolation bracket. Dylan Schuler won the 125-pound consolation bracket. Right. So another guy that had to battle through some adversity. What's his season been like so far? I mean, it's gonna be the same answer on all these guys. All these guys? I mean, you know, they they continue to come in the room, bust their tail, and they're they're coachable. Um, they're fixing those little details, and I'm, it's going to be a fun group to watch grow over the year. I know that you coming into the season, you know, you were, when you have so many new guys, you're kind of like, man, what do we have? Right. You know, how are we going to be? And you, you just you, – you don't really know until you get them out there in live action. 
how much fun and how rewarding is it for you when you have guys that maybe they aren't where you want them to be, and I'm sure they're not where they want to be to start right. the year, but they are coming in and you are seeing the incremental improvements and the fact that they are still coming to work every day, still working very hard, and, and you know they're hungry for more success. Right. It's got to be very exciting and very rewarding. it got to make coming to work here every morning when you get in the wrestling room a lot easier. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you don't really notice those those incremental changes as far as those improvements, you know, from a day-to-day type standpoint. But when you step back and you go back and look at the Falcon invite, and then you look at this past weekend, you see that, and you're going to see that even more as we get to, um, you know, February and, and, you know, the first part of March. So, I mean, yes, that's exciting. And then, I mean, you take it, you fast forward a couple of years. And you start thinking sure. about the conversations we're going to have this year. Of course. And then talk, I mean, it's, it's fun. This is, this is what makes coaching at this level so exciting. When you, when you start over with a, with a brand-new group, which we've done, um, it's going to be fun. So. Well, well, I know that you're hoping to have a lot of fun on Friday. Once again, it's a 7 o'clock opener against Central Oklahoma. They're going to be back in action on the mat coming up second semester when they host Nebraska Kearney in MIAA wrestling action. And, of course, everybody in wrestling knows the MIAA. They've got some outstanding programs. Central Oklahoma is definitely one of them. So talk a, us a little bit through the matchup here as we wrap things up with you. The Broncos and the Jets. The Broncos have been a historically really good program. And I know that you're based on what you've said I'm guessing you're going to be pretty excited to see how your guys respond to the challenge on Friday yeah absolutely I mean we're going to try to hit them in the mouth before they hit us um <laughs> but yeah I mean they're the number three team in the country this year you know Carney's right there in front of them at number two um yeah MIAA wrestling it's it's um it's the cream of the crop I mean it really is and they're gonna bring it and we're gonna we're gonna go out there and compete and you know fix some things and then sure and then keep rolling. And, so. there will, and not a lot of downtime because on Sunday you've got another MIAA rival in Fort Hayes State, so not a whole lot of time off to, to get recouped this weekend. Yeah, right. So that is the story for Newman Wrestling, 7 o'clock on Friday at Fugate Gymnasium as they take on Central Oklahoma. Hope you can make it out. There will be one more home date. If you can't make it this weekend, they will host the Lopers, Nebraska Kearney, as you heard Coach just say, number two in the country. So two of the top three teams in this conference come out either this weekend or next semester, 7 o'clock on Friday, the Jets and the Broncos. Coach, good luck, and thank you so much for the time. Hey, thanks, Blake. Colby Schreiner will join us. He's a freshman from Kingman. He's next on the JetCast. Dondlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Dondlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Dondlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. The Newman Jet Wrestlers are in action on Friday. You can watch the action on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com, 
slash Newman on Friday here from Fugate Gymnasium. 7 o'clock is when all the action will start. This guy... Kansas kid will be on the mat for the Jets. Colby Schreiner, a freshman from Kingman, second in the consolation bracket at Drury. He's listed at 149, 157, but headed down weight classes. Colby, first of all, congratulations on the consolation bracket finish uh, at the Drury Open. How was that for you? I know that you were wrestling a little bit outmatched, outgunned in terms of the weight class that you were in, but what was the challenge like, and, and how, do you, how do you feel like you responded to those conditions? Uh, yeah, first off, thanks for having me. and um, I don't know. I, I felt really good going into the week, and my weight cut was going, was going good. So I felt prepared, and I got a good warm-up in, good uh, roll before, and – so I just going in, I had a good attitude, and so I just prepared myself. I knew it was going to be tough, and just kept with it. How is the? How do you feel like you? Is there a different approach for a wrestler when you are kind of in the middle of your weight class? And obviously, if you are, you know, kind of stuck at your weight, and and you know what you're going to be doing, and you're not making a change, you kind of know how you're going to feel, how you know what your game plan is. Not that you don't have a game plan at any weight class you're going to, but when you are kind of in the middle of weight classes, does that complicate things at all, or or what what was your approach in that match? Um. I don't think it really changes too much going in. Uh, I still wrestle the same, go out there and just compete and, you know, try and get a win and results will come. Well, obviously, once you get into the consolation bracket, you got to kind of pick yourself up, get going. You get all the way through after that to get second in the consolation bracket. How do you have to kind of mentally reset after suffering that defeat and then obviously fight your way back through to try to get to the top of the consolation bracket? Um, yeah, I lost a, a close match. My first loss was a good match, and uh, I lost it. And uh, just going back to the backside was just got to keep a positive attitude, talk to Coach Meese and Cameron about it, and fix some little things. And uh, from there, just kind of kept on rolling. We talked to Coach Smith in the first segment. He talked about how you guys, and, and I mentioned you guys have you know started the season with one placer beat Cali College then you've got a couple more placers a couple more placers and then obviously an event champion this week you guys have the most placers that you've had in any event this year how does that momentum feel like in the wrestling room as you guys continue to improve and get better each and every week oh it's awesome uh as the season just keeps going we just keep getting closer as a team and uh we're having a lot of fun everyone's cheering for each other and we're just acting like a bunch of brothers, and so it's just awesome. What is it like to have Coach Smith there in the wrestling room? You know, I think the viewers at home know from hearing him on the JetCast, probably not the, the quietest wrestling coach in the history of the sport, I'm guessing. Uh, coach Smith is not, but I, <laughs> I, think, I think Fisher beats him, though. So Really? Yeah. 
It's interesting because, you know, it took so long to get Coach Fisher on, but when, once we got him on the JetCast, uh, he, was re- he was a really good interview. He had to, he, we had him and Coach Smith on the same show. But, you know, talk about Coach Fisher a little bit. How is he – you guys have a wealth of experience in terms of guys who have wrestled in the past, coached All-Americans, been All-Americans themselves. You know, there's a lot of experience in your wrestling room, in the coaching staff. Is there one that you work with a little bit more than some of the others? Um, Smith and Fish are kind of like the good cop, bad cop situation. <laughs> okay. Uh, who, who and then the good cop would be? Smith. Smith is the good yes. cop. Yes. Okay. And then Coach Fisher is the bad cop. Yeah. Well, bad cop in a good way. Like, <laughs> sure, of course. Uh, he's always pushing us to do our best and always uh, making us do the extras even when we don't feel like it. Sure. And, and so in the long run, it's going to be good. And I, you know, appreciate him for caring that much to push us. And so it's, yeah, so, I love it. So bad cop Blake Fisher. I'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, last question for you. Uh, we've got, uh, you've got a, a huge match coming up this weekend, obviously, against Central Oklahoma. They are uh, one of the top three teams in the country, number three. The Broncos have been at the top of the MIAA for a number of years. It's going to be a very big challenge for you guys. How do you guys come out and, you know, Coach Smith said, hey, we got to punch them in the mouth before they punch us. How do you guys go out and get off to a good start as a team? And like you did, if you lose an early match, how to, like you did, does the team turn things around if that duel doesn't go your way early? Uh, you know, you just got to, I don't know, keep your head forward and just keep your mindset right and go out there and do your best. And each and every match, I know all the, all the guys will try, so – um, it'll be a challenge. I'm looking forward to it and see kind of where we're at against the best kids and the best teams in the in the country. Well, so. not only that, but you are a local product. You're a Kingman kid, so you're just outside of Sedgwick County. Uh, I'm assuming that there's going to be a, a, more than a couple of Shriner fans here. How how nice will that be to, to wrestle in front of some home fans right here at your home gym? Yeah, it's fun. I love my family. They big, loud, proud. So. Okay. So we're looking forward to seeing some Shriners out here. Once again, it is a 7 o'clock start on Friday against Central Oklahoma, one of two home MIAA duels that the Jets are hosting this year. They've got the Nebraska Kearney Lopers coming in second semester. So if you can't make it on Friday, Friday, make sure that you make it out for that one. It's also on a Friday, I believe, in January. So 7 o'clock on Friday. If you can't make it, of course, you can watch the MIAA Network.com slash Newman if you'd like to watch the matches. Colby, good luck to you this weekend. I know you've got matches on Sunday as well. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Good luck to you and all the Jets. Yeah, thanks for having me. We will talk some women's basketball. The Jet women are getting set to play men's and women's basketball action tonight at Fugate Gymnasium starting at 530. Lauren Dubert from the women's squad joins me next on the JetCast. I often get asked about my skincare routine. One thing that has really helped my skin is the cryofacial. It helps eliminate fine lines while stimulating collagen production. And the best part about it is it's only a 12-minute session and there's completely no downtime. No need to schedule a reservation. You can walk right in and try one today. High Cryotherapy and Wellness, North Mays Road across from Newmarket Square. 316-330-7474. 330-7474. 
The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club. Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in Red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Jets are back for their last home dates of the season for the MIAA conference, their last week of 2022 coming up this week. It's their MIAA home opener against Pittsburgh State. That is tonight. That will be at 6 o'clock, uh, 5.30 for the women. So we'll have Newman Jets Audio Network coverage for you tonight starting at about 5.15 on the Newman Jets Audio Network with the men to follow. And joining me is a sophomore guard from Beloit, Kansas. The Jets, of course, 1-1 one and one on their season opening road trip in the MIAA conference last week with a win over Lincoln on the road with nine points in the win, hitting three three-pointers in the win. Lauren Dubert from Beloit, Kansas joins me. Lauren, congratulations on the win last week. Thank you so much. Well, I know that was big for you guys. What was that like for you guys to get over that hump and get that win on the road in the MIAA? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, especially last year, revenging that loss, lost by one, buzzer beater, that killed. So being able to go back to that same place and win this year, and it just happened to be the first conference game of the year on the road, worked out perfect. What is the uh, what's been the what was the locker room seem like after that game? Oh, it was awesome. Everyone was pumped. I I've been waiting for this program to have something like that, and that was exactly what we needed. Well, there was a point in the game because I got to sit on the bench, and he kind of pulled you aside. I don't remember if it was in the first half or the second half, but he said, you know. It's like you, it's time for you to grow up. And he said afterwards, because you hit a couple of huge threes down the stretch yeah. in that game, and he said, you know, I, I think that we're going to look back in two or three years and Lauren's going to look at that game and say, you know, that's kind of when it started for me. How did it feel in that atmosphere for you? Yeah, I think – I know what you're talking about. I think I passed the ball, had a turnover, another dumb turnover. And <laughs> so just kind of Drew saying, like, Lauren, you can't be a freshman anymore. Been telling me that all year. Sure. And, shooting that three that uh, Drew's talking about late in the game. That's not something that I typically do with a girl right there. So hitting that was pretty big. And I think that has helped my confidence. And Drew being able to tell me after the game, like, you're growing up. And looking at that now that – I can see it that way, and it does feel pretty big and feel like I'm moving forward in my game that way. I'm glad that I picked this road trip to go on this year. I'd never been to Jason Gym or the multi-purpose building. I wanted to see those. That Lincoln atmosphere is pretty interesting, yeah. and those fans, yeah. they are, you know, the, the way that they have it set up, they're right on top oh, yeah. of you on that sideline. How do you guys kind of come compartmentalize and you know obviously there's a lot of tough atmospheres and tough places to play in the MIAA but that one's definitely unique and that I, that is the loudest band that I've ever heard uh, how do you guys stay focused on what's happening because there's a lot happening on all sides of the court yeah I mean Drew kind of prepared us for that one and being there last year we knew that was coming but this year was even crazier but really so we would play he was blasting music all week in practice to where we couldn't hear and we got there and we were trying to tell each other, especially second half when they had their student section there, we had to get there and pretty much be on top of each other trying to whisper in their ear <laughs> or talk in their ear what to say and do and stuff. And it was crazy. I loved it. I wish every game was like that. And it reminds me like their gym reminds me of small town 
basketball sure. like I came, came from and people are on top of you and I thought it was so fun. Well, and you this year, obviously, uh, it, it's got to be a little bit more satisfying when you hit a big shot in yeah. front of a road crowd like that. I know hitting one in front of the Jet fans here at Fugate Gymnasium is also equally thrilling, but when you're able to silence a crowd like that, you know, you're shooting 48% from the three-point line this year. How much work, time, effort, dedication went in to improving that part of your game in the offseason? Uh, a lot. That's, I mean, one of the things, like, Drew and Nicole and Josh and I talked about postseason last year was I just need to increase my field goal percentage. And even later in the year, I started to pick it up quite a bit, but this summer was shots on shots and I knew that I'd probably be moving a little bit farther away from the point guard role that I played a little bit more last year and would be taking more shots and people key in on Carissa every game so someone's got to be open so if I can knock down those shots that's big for us it definitely looks when you look at you you know it looks like you've added some muscle a little bit more of a frame you look less like a freshman this has been a very physical conference for so many years And you, there are so many physical, tough guards. When you were getting into your off-season conditioning and workouts, how much of that was a focus of saying, you know what, I need to get a little bit stronger to compete against these MIAA girls? Yeah, I mean, realizing my freshman year going in, I knew it would be tough, but you just don't realize how tough <laughs> it is until you're doing it, especially as a freshman, everything else along with it. So this summer I spent a lot of time lifting, conditioning, trying to get be in good shape, be stronger, just everything to compete. And I knew how the strongness I needed, like upper body, lower body, stuff like that, after having a year of doing it. Uh, I did want to ask about one of your teammates, boy, Brittany Ho. Uh, I know that you guys lost on against Central Missouri, but in that game, you know, you just throw it into her. She gets whatever she wants. Yeah. Two points and a couple fouls that I – thought were kind of nickel dimer in the first half against her but she goes for 20 after halftime and uh, she's just kind of on another planet right now oh my gosh i i love Brittany ho to death having her as a teammate i don't know i wouldn't ask for a different post in our league like she's great she finishes i don't know what her percentage shooting is right now 53.8 percent if i recall correctly like i'm i'm tossing that ball in there pretty much expecting it to go in and i have the faith in the world in her and She's strong. She's gritty. She keeps us going every game. So, love to have her. How do you feel like the chemistry's coming together on this team? I think it's it's getting there. Yeah. After, I mean, it's a it's a pretty new team again this year. So, trying to figure out how we all work together and putting all the pieces together. And I think every game, every practice, we're getting a little bit better. And hopefully by hopefully by after Christmas, we've got it down to a T, and we can be playing our best basketball. Obviously, against Central Missouri, you didn't get the outcome that you wanted, but it felt like definitely through the first about eight minutes or so of the game until the end of that first quarter, you know, they would make a basket, you guys would make a basket. How do you guys learn from that experience and take that with you to this week? Uh, I think just we need to be able to be mentally tougher in that sense, and like, we can score it, but we have to realize the other teams are going to score it too, and we can't let that get on us. So if they make a little run, we have to be able to do it ourselves too and get a big stop here and there. And so I think just taking that into this week in consideration and being able to fix kind of those little small mental details that we have. Last question for you. Pittsburgh State coming in on Wednesday. Missouri Southern will be in here on Saturday. You can watch both the games on the MIAA Network, the MIAAnetwork.com slash Newman. And, of course, listen on the Newman Jets Audio Network. That's coming up in a couple of hours as you're watching or listening to this on this Wednesday for the 5.30, 7.30 tip-off of Fugate Gymnasium. But Pitt State is a team that's 
rebounding the ball very well this year, and they've got a couple of very elite shooters this year. And a, another, it seems like you guys play the best post in the league every <laughs> single – I don't know how that's possible to do that three games in a row to start the year, but you've got another great post player coming in. So I know that you guys at this point are just getting started on your game prep um, since we're not doing this on game day. But um, as you think about Pittsburgh State, what's it going to take to get that home win and go to 2-1 and one in the MIAA? Uh, I think we just got to be able to come out and be ready for that game. Like, they are great shooters. And, you know, Pitt's going to bring a really good crowd. I think all five five starters are Kansas girls. They're local Kansas girls. And so being able to cover their shooters, got probably the best shooter, second best shooter in the league, uh, and Tristan Gag, and then Karina Gerber's doing well inside. So being able to combat that, I think we match up pretty well, honestly. I think it'll be a good game if we can just keep – keep on our side offense and play some solid defense. Well, there are five Kansas girls for them in the starting lineup. Newman's got three, and Lauren Dubert is one of them. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Blake. We will be back next week, in fact, next year. This is our last JetCast for the calendar year of 2022. We'll have plenty more wrestling, men's basketball, women's basketball when we come back in January on the 11th. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2023. Until then, Blake Cripps and Wichita saying Go Jets.